This call is now being recorded. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. This is Dylan with Dirty Man Filthy Motherfucker Morgan. <laughs> we yeah. had a Dirty, what's, what's going on? What's up? Yeah, it's Halloween, man. It's nice this year. Happy Halloween. So it's yeah. pretty worth it. I got to tell you, man, this is, uh, you and I have talked about this. We love Halloween. This is absolutely one of our favorite holidays. We're talking about the music, the movies, the can't can forget the candy, and, of course, the, even the TV specials are great. I love the uh, good shows, have some great TV specials. My favorite is, of course, The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror. Um, and That's a Even when I was a kid, I, I love that one. Even when I was a kid, and by the way, we did. We do have a sort of running um, question mark here about what is horror and what is not. Um, it seems to be a a question, not not the biggest question in the world, but this is my thing. If you've been parodied on Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, then he classifies you as a horror movie. Um, not to mention, too, yeah. um, I got to tell you, man, when I was a kid. There was a Fat Albert, of all the TV shows, a Fat Albert Halloween special that was great. And really? Great. Oh, it was so, like, when I was a kid, it actually scared me. I was five or six years old. Wow. Which, we're going to talk about this, because I imagine, uh, Dirty, I know your taste. You love Japanese movies, Japanese art, Jap- animation, Japanese horror movies, which I do not like at all. Fat Albert, old-style Super Friends with the... Legion of Doom, even going back to Scooby-Doo, that animation, I love it. The, the 70s, the 60s, 70s, American animation. Um, I can't stand the Japan animation where people are just, you're running, and it looks like you're running a billion miles an hour. There's just like, everything is a fog behind you. Like, it's it's like a fast-forward run. Can't stand the uh-huh. choppiness. Um, but anyway, I imagine you'll have some Japanese uh, horror movies on here. Speaking of the the holiday of Halloween, man, tell me what I know you love it too. What what do you love? How far back does your love of Halloween go, and what do you love about it? Uh, it goes back. I was born in '73, so probably like three, three, four years old. I you know I started to recognize it. Um, as far as remembering shit, uh, I have one where it was. I have maybe I was like eight or nine, and um, on the on the local like channel, they had they played uh, this one movie, it's like this British horror movie with these uh, bikers, and uh, well, I think one of the the mothers of the bikers grants them like eternal life, and they they start acting like acting a fool, and then uh, kiss. Kiss at the Park? Was that oh, the movie? Phantom at the Park. Yeah, the Phantom yeah. at the Park. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. It. And it was like, that, at that time, um, I was like a Kiss fan, like I think every kid, because it was like, they were pretty visual. So, like, Gene Simmons caught my eye. I was him for, for like, first grade. I had, like, the cheap costume, the mask and the plastic uh Man, there was so yeah, there was so much. It just, but it, it's everything scared the shit out of me. And I used to sneak movies back then, so I saw edited versions of like The Exorcist and 
and uh, Poltergeist, and it, I don't know. It's just it, it was just a time for horror. Friday the Thirteenth was like a mystique. So, and Halloween, yeah, yeah, all oh of them. Uh, I got to tell you too, like, so this is um, this is going along the lines of the horror movie list that we've had in the previous episodes of the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s. By the way. Um, if you're a subscriber, we hope we're not confusing you or releasing too much uh, repeated episodes. What happened is our 1970s episode did not download fully to or upload fully to YouTube. Only half of it did, so we had to go back, cut that in half, put it back on the. We had to go through our RSS site, which releases it to all the podcast uh, channels before we could actually get it onto YouTube. So. Um, and we're, if you're listening to this, then the, we've done it with the 1980s as well. We've chopped it up into three parts. None of them downloaded for YouTube. So those were previously unreleased on YouTube. Sorry if it was repetitious going through our, our podcast episodes. But what we have now is the best horror movies of the 21st century group. Basically three and a half decades, 24 years worth of horror movies and made our best of. We have a top 20 plus a few honorable mentions. Dirty, as you and I had talked about, it was hard making this down to 20. You're talking about 20, we'll say with the honorable mentions, 24, 25 movies in 24 years. That's basically one great horror movie for every year. That is very tough to do. I left so many out. There's so many more still I have to see, um, which I'm sure you you uh, went through I, that as well. I had to cut out so many movies because they're all good in their own way, and uh, there's so much so much horror, like different kinds. Like it's hard to sacrifice shit. It is. And uh speaking of which let's let's get into this. Um Yeah. So uh we have I have one, two, three, four, five. Let's just do five honorable mentions. A real quick description, not not too much into it. Um if we have maybe if we have both have the same honorable mention we'll both talk about it at once. Yeah. Um Dirty, go on with your first honorable mention. In fact, you know, just do your whole top five honorable mention, and if I have something with you, I'll cut in with you. Uh, the Mist. Uh, the, the like entire catalog of Rob Zombie's movies. Gotcha. Um, the Ring. The Ring. So it'd be like. The first one, and then the, uh, and then saw, or not the ring, the ring and, uh, ring two, sorry, the grudge, hills have eyes, one and two, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, remake, and the prequel, pretty good, that's it. Okay, um, I left, what? (laughs) I, I went over Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. That's okay. Um, the Ring, I, I left that off as well. I was thinking about that. Uh, I liked that a little bit better than The Grudge. Uh, the Ring, I think, would be on a lot of people's list for best of horror movies. Uh, not a big fan of Rob Zombie, but, um, you know, I haven't seen, like, The Devil's Rejects. I've seen the Halloween movies. I haven't seen The Devil's Rejects. Um, let me see. As far as my list, uh, you are probably... I guarantee you, you have this movie in your probably top ten, if not top five. I remember, besides it, your namesake being in the title, 
way back when you were just in love with this movie. I did not put it in for the same reason I wouldn't put in, say, Scary Movie, uh, because it's it's not a horror movie. Look, Evil Dead 2 is funny, and it's a horror movie, but look, it's 90% horror movie, 10% humor. I didn't put in yeah. Shaun of the Dead that's on my um, honorable mention list because it's 0% horror movie. It's not yeah. really scary. The effects are great. It's a very good movie. I love it's it. Very funny. It's very I not, like it. Yeah. No. Right. It's, it's, um, it's funny. Another movie that I didn't put on, uh, John Carpenter has a, a couple of mo- movies outside of the ones we did put on that were right on the border of, of my list. One certainly in the 90s I forgot to mention was Vampires, John Carpenter's Vampires. With uh, James yeah. Woods, which was cool. Mm. The other one I I didn't I left just outside my list was Ghosts of Mars, um, which was a two thousand whatever oh. two thousand release two thousand two no. very good movie. Um, wow. The others is a movie I left off as well. Uh, Nicole yeah. Kidman, good little twist, oh. yeah, good twist ending. Um, it just was yeah. kind of boring for a while, and but it, it had a great twist ending, but. Uh, a little bit boring, not it's borderline horror movie, whatever, but I mean, I didn't put that in there. And it's a drama. And that one's more of a drama, not really that scary. Um, and one movie, actually, that I do recommend people see, it was blasted by critics, but um, it's sort of like The Leprechaun, although much more authentic. If you think about The Leprechaun, this is a movie set in Ireland, but it wasn't The Leprechaun, it's called Goblin. And basically, it's oh. a folklore where uh, there's some people in a house, and they're like, you don't go too far beyond the into the fields or whatever. Right. And supposedly there's a goblin that preys upon different living things, anything I can find. I would recommend that. It's a good but not great horror movie. Um, and just two more. I've gone over two, but I've got to see A Quiet Place. I have not seen that oh. yet, directed by John Krasinski of The Office. Oh. Uh Dirty, I'm not sure if you've seen that yet. I would really like no, to see it. No. Okay. Nothing about then, it. It's interesting. Okay. And, of course, 28 Days Later, I am not, of all the horror genres, Zombies is not top of my list. Um, although, of course, I'm a huge fan of Alex Garland, the writer of this movie who wrote uh, my favorite book ever, Beach, The Beach, which was a bastardized oh, okay. movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, yeah. And directed by Danny Boyle, who did Train Spotting and and some other uh, movies. So anyway, all right. So that's what we didn't put on. So now we are going to have twenty movies for you guys, uh, one by one. Let's get into it. Dirty. What do you have for your number twenty greatest greatest horror movies of the twenty first century? Well, I already started off, but I said the uh, well, my number twenty is probably I I don't know. I, it was hard to put these in. In a in a you know, put them in place. But um, the I like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies of recent. Um, visually, I think it looks pretty good that way. Um, I like how they attempted to like add more story to the movies than like the uh, more about the the. The places that uh, Ch- or, uh, Leatherface lives, you know, like uh, more about the family. It's, I, I don't know. I, I like them all. I, I, you know, so I just got newly into them. Uh, I, I mean, I like the first one, and I like the re- the the newer ones. So, shit. 
Dirty, I just yeah. remembered. I, I did start record with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Okay. <laughs> wow. That, that's a big, that's a big scare thing. Luckily, I, I question myself now. If we got through this whole thing, um, this happened before, by the way, guys. We recorded, and then at the end, it's you like, want to check it? happened, didn't record properly. I just did, yeah. Okay. Um, it's going. Um, real quick, Dirty. Um, I did not include also, I'm really sorry to take more time with this, but I also didn't include the underworld, which is vampires wow. and yeah. werewolves. I, I didn't because, you know, a couple of things. Number one, you're a vampire, you're a werewolf. What the fuck are you doing with a gun? I I, I, don't, well, I didn't well, like that. It took some of the well, horror away from yeah. it with the guns involved. Um, it, it's good. not really horror. It's like an action film more so. It is an action two, film more than two, that. So. Uh, two families fighting like knights and, you know, it's more more medieval sci-fi than it is like a you know vampire werewolf movie. Just two. Right. Two Enjoyed movies. them very much. Didn't include it on the list. So my number 20 is... Not, I wouldn't say unknown, but I haven't seen this on any list, and I thought it was very good. Uh, talk about Nosferatu, the movie back in 1922, Max Shrek, and it's uh, one of the original vampire movies. There was a movie made about the making of Nosferatu, and it starred John Malkovich, oh, yeah, Philip yeah. Defoe, Carrie Elwes, talking about the shadow of the vampire. Yeah. Uh, very, very interesting movie. Um, and I thought it was a little bit scary. Um, great settings, old Transylvanian castle, great performance. Willem Dafoe is, is had, what a career that guy's had. Uh, um, he's, he, he's great. John Malkovich, good career. Will, Willem Dafoe, great career. Um, so that's what I have for, for number 20. It's been so long since I've seen it. The only thing I can say is that Willem Dafoe really, gets into character playing oh, the Nosferatu yeah. vampire. It is fantastic, and I would recommend that. So, Dirty, what do you got for your number 19 selection, best horror movies of the 21st century? Uh, the movie Split. Split. You're going to have to explain that to, to to me and the audience. I've never so seen it. Never Split, heard of it. Split was a movie about these scientists and they create a being, and they take they take different elements, different DNA from different different beasts and uh, you know, animals, and I think insects, and it blows up in their face. Where this this thing, it like it doesn't. It starts out with just a living being with just a mouth and I think teeth, and then it it grows into this person but then like won't stop changing like it just like grow wings then it'll grow like leg different legs wow it's all these senses and it heads it just won't stop and it like then it starts to like hit on uh because now it's getting like you know feelings of of i don't know attraction or whatever to like there's a husband and wife science team and they take her home because the government would like kill her because she's the mess or her or him. Or, I don't know. And so it ends up blowing at the face. They had to kill her. And, uh, but it's, 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 it's a pretty good modern, like 
Frankensteinish kind of, you know, genre. Yeah, it sounds visually pretty, like it would be pretty it cool is. when you're adding all these different body parts and stuff. Uh, okay, what was the name of that one? Split. Split, okay. So that's your number 19 selection, best horror movie of the 21st century. Mine, uh, and look, guys, I want to tell you, I went on a little bit oh, of no. a... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Split is not that movie. I got, I, I fucked up. It's the M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, with James McAvoy where, uh, he, he's a 26, I think, character, uh, split personality and he kidnaps these girls. Have you seen that movie? Sorry, I fucked you up. No. Uh, can you? Okay. Well, is that so? That's your number nineteen selection. Is what's the name of the movie? Split. Sorry, M Night Shyamalan stars James McAvoy as like he's thirty different you know personalities. Uh, it's actually one of M Night Shyamalan's uh, best movies, in my opinion. Okay, but it is the name of it is Split. Yeah, Bruce Willis, too. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so that's your number 19 selection. Uh, I got to tell you, man, I, I just thought of something just now. So it's – look, guys, I'm sorry. It's hard to get 20 into 24 right. years. Um, so I just thought of one. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to leave it off the list like I've done before. So I've just – I've taped one in addition to another to another number. So whatever. We'll go. It'll just be another movie if you guys haven't seen it. Go check it out. If you have seen it, then maybe you agree with us or disagree. Um, my number 19 selection, I actually have these last couple of, close to a week, I've been trying to jam in as many horror movies of the 21st century as possible because there's been so many I haven't seen personally. Um, this one, there's a number, on, a number of them on here that I've only seen recently in the last week or so. Uh, one of them is a 2014 Australian psychological horror movie. It's called The Baba Duke. Um, oh. It's on a lot of lists for best horror movie. Uh, you see, it's kind of, and boy, I've seen so many the last week or so. Some of these are starting to swim together. But this one is a mom who's got, uh, I, I, look, Dirty, we talked about this in the past. Kids do not like them in movies, don't like them in TV, don't like them in, maybe commercials, fine. Really? It's a little commercial, <laughs> but like, this kid in this movie is so friggin' annoying. Um, not gonna yeah. say, not gonna say anything horrible about, oh, I wanna smack that kid, I wanna do this, no, 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 no. But like, boy, is he friggin' annoying. And, yeah. but halfway through the movie, I start to really feel for the kid, and you'll realize as you watch the movie why. Um, but it's basically, he thinks there's a monster under his bed, basically it's, um, let me see, he's given him a, a book at school, and, he goes through it, and it is a really scary-looking book, especially for a kid. But you know what? Take a look at the fairy tales. There's some really scary. I mean, Hansel and Gretel oh, friggin', that's a nightmare yeah. in itself. So um, anyway, it's a pop-out book. With, it's called The Duke, and he thinks The Duke is coming to get him. And the mom starts to think maybe so. there's something to this. She goes back and forth about whether or not it's real or not. There, there are some good scenes in there. Uh, the mother, who is portrayed by Essie Davis, man, she had a really great performance here. Um, the end, eh, okay. I mean, again, this sounds like a, a big 
huge fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, maybe 90% or something. I don't think it's that good. But I would definitely check it out. It's atmospheric. It has a very good – it does offer some suspense. There is some good visuals, some good suspense. So I would recommend that. The Duke. that's my number 19 best horror movie of the 21st century. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Dirty Mouth, what do you have for number 18? Uh, American Psycho. Okay. Uh, boy, I remember that from way back when. Uh, who's the yeah, star of that? The guy, the Batman uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bale. Yeah, I mean, no, he's like the first time I really noticed this guy. Uh, I didn't see him in anything else, and he, he has a unique style of how he carries himself. So, it, it, and then the way he acts and shit, and, uh, he, it's like, to me, it's one of the most genius storylines where it's like this, this rich white dude in the 80s is like part of like, he's a New York elite stock broker, I think, and he just loses his shit. And it, to me, when I saw it, I was like, that makes sense. Like, you're in your own world. You, you're clueless to society. Like, you know, and he's just, he's losing his shit. And, but he, uh, he murders, you know, different women and, and can, can, uh, compartmentalize his, like, psychosis. Right. He's maintaining, right? With the business world, he's still doing his I mean, job. It's, crazy. And... it's almost robotic the way he can, he can just, you know, and and he could switch it off. Like, could be a good metaphor for people in the upper crust business world. It, it totally uh, is. Yeah, as far as if you're like a majority stockholder, oh, let's move to Mexico. Let's move a a factory out of this town and desolate the whole town, and right, you do it right, without a, yeah. without a moment's notice, without a. This is just an example, but you don't do it without a, a moment's thought. You just click of a. Uh, the key on your key on your computer, and and there go to wipe out a whole town just to make yourself a few more bucks, and you can right, live with yourself. Yeah. Right in um, the eighties. So in the eighties, of course, yeah, he's a billionaire boys club douchebag. Right. Um, all right, so that's number eighteen. Uh, Dirty for your selection is uh, what's the name of the movie? American Psycho. Yeah, American Psycho. I've got a movie, I'd be surprised if this one isn't on your list. You and I have talked about this before. Uh, it is a very good movie. It does have some low moments in there, but what a dynamite ending. Uh, the movie is 2007's The Orphanage. And it's it's been a long time since I've seen it. I haven't seen it since 2007, basically when it came out. Um, I, the only thing I know is that it's a new mother. They're looking for a child, and the place where they're living used to be an orphanage. And they're learning about the history of where they're living. And I don't want to talk too much more about it and give away too much more about it. Okay. But if, yeah, but it was well for our listeners if they have if you haven't gone to see it, I would say go out and see it, the orphanage. Um, again, some of these we can go through real quickly. Some of them will, we'll, we will go deeper into. I don't have too much more about it, but, uh, the orphanage, uh, number 18 on my list. 
Uh, Dirty, you need to say more about Orphanage if you want to go into number 17 of your selection. All right. Uh, Get Out. Like that one as well. Uh, It's probably... I don't know. I, I when I put these together, I just I just like there's so many and it was like in different ways I like them, you know. So I hate numbering them, but uh, get out. Yeah. It, it should be like for like recent movies. It's like it I sh- it should be it sh- it should it's actually it's 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 probably my number five because it it like fucked me up in a way where like psychologically it's like like. Jordan Peele, like, dorked out and studied Alfred Hitchcock. But yes. then, you so, know, like, but it, it's totally newer, so it's political in the sense where it breaks down, like, these ritually white people that have these crazy ideas. And let's, and it's, it's great because it just breaks down, like, suburbia and, like, and like this, 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 the simple separations of our society. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's a good one as well. Uh, Jordan Peele, very good aspiring director. I usually say young director. I mean, he's 50 or something, but as far as directors go, that's probably pretty, pretty young, young still. Um, so my number, we're on number 17. My number 17 selection, another movie that I actually just saw this yesterday. Uh, for the first time, I've had some big movie nights uh, last week or so. It's a movie called Hereditary, uh, 2018 American psychological supernatural film, written by Ari, written and directed by Ari Astor. Who's a talk about a young talent? That guy is uh, setting the world ablaze. His next movie is going to have a lot more uh, financial backing for his for his movie. But this is something where I did kind of figure it out. The whole plot line and the direction it was going, maybe 20 minutes into it, it doesn't take too long to where it gives you some big hints. Supposedly, you have to watch it a few times to pick up more hints, but I don't know. If I picked the big one the first time, then I don't know, you know, I don't know if it would be something like John Carpenter's The Thing is something that I check that out every couple of years and learn new things all the way up until it's been 40 years, and I still do. I'm obsessed with rewatching that movie every couple of years and what new things I can pick up. I wouldn't say this one goes to that uh, depth, but a great performance by uh, Tony Collette, excuse me. I believe she was from The Sixth Sense. She's done a lot of movies. Um, the the woman in uh, the one I just described, uh, Bob Duke, is probably pretty similar. The, both performances are very good. There is some, when it, get, it really starts to pick up, though, the last maybe 15 or 20 minutes picks up there and really is, that's where the horror starts to kick in. Uh, her son, very good performance there as well from Alex Wolf. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's hard to really, I guess the way I'll describe it is this, the, gra- the mother of Tony Collette and the grandmother of Alex Wolf had a very secretive life, and they learn more about her as the story unfolds. And like I said, you can pick up – I picked up about the grandmother pretty quickly, but we'll see if you can. I would definitely recommend it. It's Hereditary, uh, 2018 film, and I'll be looking out for this guy, Ari Aster. I'll be looking out for him in the future. Um, huh. 
So that is number 17. Number 16, we're plotting along number 16. Uh, Dirty, what do you got for number 16? Uh, I had to, I had to like edit the shit out of this list. So 28 days later and 28 weeks later, I have both of them together. It's like, they're pretty, they're pretty connected. Uh, like you, you, you end, you end the first one and you can start the second one and it takes place like, you know, kind of in order if you do the math. So, um, but yeah, it's classic. Like just got me into zombie movies again. Uh, changed it up. It's in Europe instead of the United States. Like it's just good, good cast. Okay, yeah, I have. Again, I have not seen that one. I would go back and see it. Now, question for you, Dirty, is that? Um, from what I understand, he, he was a huge fan of I Am Legend, not the suck-ass, stupid uh, <laughs> Will Smith bastardization of the original story, uh, okay. but the original book uh, by Richard Matheson, who <laughs> wrote some really great stuff, including the, the greatest Twilight Zone episode ever, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. Um, now, that book was more about an infestation or a contagion rather than just people coming up from graves. Uh, is it more like that? Or is it more about a something contagious, or is it really just it's people a, coming up from the graves? Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, I want to say it's like some toxin or some some radiated Correct. thing, and then it like infects all these people and then it becomes con- like not contagious. We have to bite somebody or thing or. Um, and then the, the top of it. huh? Is, is it like through a gas or some sort of? Well, no, it's like a, a chemical leak. So I, not really a gas, but yeah, like the fumes. I think I don't. I have to watch it again and to because like Correct. I just remember them being super fast. Like it was the first yeah. zombie movie where you're like, holy shit! Like, but they're running yeah. after you. They're not just walking. Yeah. No, they're fucking charging you like wild animals, and you're like, damn, dude. And it, right. and then it's about the people too. Okay. So. All right. So that's number sixteen. Uh, Twenty-eight days later on your list, uh, this is really high up on a lot of lists that I saw of the uh, best horror movies. But uh, my number sixteen, uh, you just mentioned it. It's uh, Jordan Peele's Get Out. I thought it was um, very good. Obviously, he, he definitely takes some things from Hitchcock when you talk about the suspense. He knows how to sit on a moment and leave you hanging in that moment, uh, wondering kind of like, oh, God, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? Having said that, there are maybe three-quarters of the way through the movie once it starts to again unfold. There are a few scenes that I'm like, all right, like – went overboard with the scene or I think the scene where he's standing there and the entire crowd just turns and looks at him for a second and everything is just spill. Um, didn't have much effect on me. The end was okay. Um, the part where he's tr- they're trying to program him like Welcome to the Jungle style was uh, that shit fucked, like that's the part that like 
like like creeped me out. Like the whole the whole psychological part of of, of racism, like the serious, deep rooted that you know, like to, you have to be seriously fucked up to go through that. Just to I don't know, just to be like that. Well, and two, it it could be something where um, it didn't affect me the same way, but it is something where uh, the whole I don't know without, without getting too talking about black issues from a white perspective, but um, for some black people that I've talked to, um, it is something where it's like, boy, I didn't know people felt that way. I didn't know it went that deep. I didn't know this or that. It's almost kind of like you get the out the exterior part of the calling somebody a name, but sort of the inferior, uh, the inside part about inferiority complexes outward uh. of other um, racial backgrounds and stuff can be a sort of a wow, like that's really how you think. Or so I mean, right. yeah. The way it, it is a, a, a obviously a horror movie that we both find very very good. Uh, it's number sixteen on my list. Uh, I'll be looking. Now, do you see? Uh, maybe, maybe this will be on your list, but we'll discuss it later. Um, he did have a recent horror movie, Nope, which was not um, very well received. His third movie, so yeah, I'm not sure if you saw that or not, but I still have to see that. Um, all right, so let's talk about number fifteen. Um, Dirty, what do you have for your number fifteen selection on the list? Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Okay. I uh, just liked it. Uh, it was, I think it was an all-around good movie. Um, I like how it was modernized. I like the cast. It had the vibe of, like, kind of like a classic horror movie. Um, I don't know. Yeah, great. Like crack. Yep. Uh, yeah. Dig it. Um, that, of course, I love the original too. So I like them both. Yeah. Um, so Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh, I believe that was 2004. Is on your list for number 15, the greatest horror movies. My number 15 selection is another one that I just saw recently, based off of a Kurt's choice. Um, I did like it. It's called Let the Right One In. It's a modernized vampire tale. Uh, again, we had, we had spoken earlier about don't like kids in movies, don't like kids in TV. Um, these are two in, like tweeners, sort of like 12, 13 years old, which is a really hard age to capture. It's hard, it's easy to put a cute little kid in a scene, and then right. there are young, like uh, late teens, burgeoning on adulthood. It's a little easier to, um, you know, you can almost pass for an adult at that age. This tweener time period is very hard to make characters out of and the director uh, Thomas Abelson did a great job it's a, basically a young boy uh, takes place in Sweden and he's got a new neighbor that moved in it's a man and his daughter and the man basically is uh, like Renfield I guess for a vampire and the girl is, is a vampire she's a 12 year old vampire it isn't exactly I didn't put it higher up on the list because it's not exactly a scary film but it is the relationship between the boy and the girl is fantastic. Uh, the acting job by those guys is, is really good. I thought it was very well done. Now, I saw the Swedish version, and guess what? I saw a Swedish version that didn't have subtitles. So 
Try try that. I mean, I don't know. There's an American version called uh, Let Me In that was released a few years later that is in English. I saw the Swedish version, which ranks a little higher on lists as far as best of horror movies. Um, mm-hmm. There is a... The other thing, too, is that there... It's not a big whodunit thing. It's not a big... It's not very action-packed. Uh, I don't mean to be talking down the movie. I just mean, like, when a critic puts what it's got a 95% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going from that and working down as to why I'm putting it down at maybe an 80% fresh instead of a 95%. So still yeah. a very good horror movie. The relationship between the boy and the girl, again, are very good. Modern horror movie, blah, blah, blah. I definitely would recommend going to see it. I'm going to see the Americanized version um, sometime after after the show here just to see how that compares. That's number 15. Dirty Let's move on to number 14, best horror movies of the 21st century. Uh, Exorcist. Uh, hold on. Well, was that a remake? I know they re-released no, it. There was a prequel they made that was pretty oh. good. Hold on. I know, sorry. We need some, like, um, pause music. Right. Yeah, anyway. Uh, There's a prequel, Exorcist prequel, uh, The Beginning, I think it's called, and... uh, it's about oh, okay. his place in Africa, uh, and there's this, like, guilt-ridden priest who's there, and, like, a spirit, or I guess it would be a demon, takes over, like, this little boy, uh, and it just wreaks havoc on this, like, village, and it's it's just, it's cool, and, like, it just, uh, I don't know, I liked it, and it was... Interesting how they wrote it, and I don't know. Okay, so that's your number fourteen selection. Uh, I think I remember that The Exorcist, the beginning. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I want to came out ten, twelve years ago. I could be wrong, but okay. So that's mm-hmm. number fourteen. My number fourteen mm-hmm. selection is Prometheus, which is a prequel to Alien. It's a oh. twenty twelve horror movie, um, mm-hmm. which. I certainly remember this. I remember a scene where, for the first time ever, one thing that we haven't seen in Alien is somebody gets, uh, we'll see, impregnated with a face hugger's mm-hmm. seed. Uh, it happened to a female, and she was able to extract the extract the seed as it's growing from her womb. It wasn't a seed anymore. It was a young alien, uh, one of those little scurry aliens with the, with the jaws and the teeth. She was able to yeah. get it out of her womb and kill it. Whew, that was a whew, that was a very heavy-duty scene. Overall, very good movie. Uh, I, there's another alien movie, too. They've been greenlighting some of these further alien movies with Ridley Scott. I know there's one called Alien oh, Covenant. Yeah. I, I've must have seen it because I've seen I've seen every single Alien movie there is. I'm pretty sure I've seen that, but I just couldn't remember if I'd seen or not. I do remember this one for sure. So I definitely would recommend uh, Prometheus, 
beautiful visual movie. Yeah. And if you like the alien plot line, then you'll like this as well. It's made in 2012. That's my number 14 selection. We are on to number 13. I think that will, and Dirty, if you're okay with us, I think what we're going to do is go through number 10. And then we'll take a brief break. We'll actually end part one, start part two, maybe at number nine, if you're okay with that. All right. Okay, because it'll mix it up between two hours. Um, so number 13, go ahead with your number 13 selection. Uh, the thing, the prequel. Loved it. Loved it. Just continued, like, the the story and... A little more explanation, and but you know, pretty much the same thing. Good movie. Okay, do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, I mean, it's this classic uh, storyline. Um, uh, I like I like these prequels because like they explain more, and uh, you know, it's just. It's just a continuation of a good story, so pretty much it. Gotcha. All right. Um, I had good thing is, is I guess I left out. No, I didn't leave out number thirteen. Okay, number thirteen. There's another Jordan Peele movie. I. I've come around in this movie. When I first saw it, I thought it's not quite as good as Get Out. But now I think it might be a little bit better. Reason being is the unbelievable performance of Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, If she didn't win an Oscar for that, she should have at least come close or been nominated. Uh, We're talking about the movie Us in 2019. Uh, When this movie first started, I remember like the carnival, there's like traveling carnival and she went inside of a clown house, and it's a big question mark from there. And as the movie goes along, you're like, hmm, what's going on here? Were those four people in, like, a red suit or something? They went on vacation, I believe. Then all of a sudden, the father looks outside and sees four people outside who were doppelgangers, I guess. Uh, they look just like them, and he's like, what the hell's going on here? Right. Um I'm like, well, yeah, what the hell's going on here? This, this really developed really well. It, it, it Again, kind of like Get Out. The one thing I will say is that maybe 75% of the way through the movie, it kind of lost me a little bit before it went back to the ending where she goes back to the, the clown house and finds out whatever, why, why there's a doppelganger of her. Um, it's an interesting movie. It's very psychological. One thing I'll say about his, the two movies I have seen is that the storylines and the scripts seem to be kind of average, but he kind of really takes these, and this is a sort of a hubris that some of the directors have. They, some of them say, let me take this average script and make it into a great movie. Uh, and it's sort of a, a feather in the cap of a director. I'm not saying they're bad scripts. Uh, this one was a little bit, I don't know, come and go as far as whether or not it was a great script or not, but it certainly was very well done by Jordan Peele. Um, yeah. So that's my selection, yeah, for number 13 is Us 2019 film by Jordan Peele. Dirty, what do you got for your number 12 selection? Um, 
like all the, the the whole Purge franchise, pretty good. Which franchise? Purge. Okay. The Purge. Yeah. You want to elaborate on those movies? Anything? Um, I well, like from what I remember. Sorry, from what I remember, it was one. There's one day out of the year we can go kill anybody we want. Right. Okay. No, no, no law. The free will, just to get your ah, martial law. Martial. Well, it's like it's almost like the reverse. We're like they, their hands off. Like there's nothing. It's like every citizen. It's like it's like vigilante from hell, you know, kind of shit. Okay. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'd say it's like the best human monster of that genre where people just lose their shit and, like, go on killing sprees, and it's, it's permitted by the government. What's very interesting is that in real life, can you imagine if that happened? I guarantee you there'd be, around the world, hundreds of thousands of murders. Think about, think about all the people that incur the uh, uh, all the well, there's wars going on right now. Think about people yeah. risk being war criminals and all kinds of charges um, when it's illegal. If it was legal, I mean, God, who knows? <laughs> who knows what uh, what kind of devastation would happen? Yeah, it'd be fucking. It'd be. It'd be like multiple genocides. Yeah, I've got to go see that movie. So I've heard that was good. But you recommend all of them, right? Yeah, man. Like, cause they're different. They're different. They're all very different, but like with the same, the same structure. You know, like this world of once you got to figure out how you do it, and then they change it up. And there's, you know, they. Okay. I don't know. It's just like a great movie. They fight the Republicans. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay, so that's the Purge, the whole series. That is uh, number twelve on your list. Number 12 on my list, another brand new one that I just saw a couple of days ago. I would highly recommend this. This is something, a movie that at first, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought I would put it this high. Uh, certainly above like the Jordan Peele movies and Hereditary and some of the other things I got on here. Um, maybe even Babadook, but number 12 is a movie called The Witch, a Dirty Eye. I told you about this movie that I saw the other night. There's a lot of movies yeah. called The Witch. So if you try to look for this, it's it can be difficult. It's The Witch 2015, and it's directed by Robert Eggers, who's an Eggers, mm-hmm. um, and he is another young director that's out there really making some good suspenseful films. Um, he's got another one that's going to be coming out pretty soon that I will be looking for. But as far as the witch, it's basically a family where the father questions the the religious pursuits of a small New England town, and they're uh, Puritan, and he basically gets kicked out and ostracized from the community, has to go find his own uh, from the village, and he has to find his own way. He sets up a little camp next to a stream way out in the woods, uh, further out in the woods, and the witch, of course, there is something going on in that area that he happened upon. And he's got a family, he's got a daughter, he's got a son, he's got some 
animals which are of high precedence in this movie. The animals are certainly involved in in what happens. If you watch it, you'll see it's it's definitely can be slow moving at times, but it really does culminate into a very highly climactic ending. And I would highly recommend this. Some very good performances. The entire family is really fantastic. And I will have to say, from these newer horror movies that we're talking about, look, Friday the 13th, um, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street, some of these uh, ones of the past are not really known for their acting as much, for their performances. It's usually right. like teenagers getting killed, and it's just that's what it is, no characterization. Right. Some of these ones that, that Dirty and I are talking about are true truly on the edge of horror and psychological. They're more psychologically bending horror right. movies. And some of it is about what's not going on or what you can't see or other aspects of the action are of that rather than just everything's right in front of your face and you're told exactly what's happening. Right. So not that they, not that this film blusses out on the ending. It does not at all. It delivers with the ending. But the, the, the daughter in this movie was just fantastic i i mean i could whatever i could tell you the names i don't nobody would really know these are not known actors really but uh the father is tremendous the mother is tremendous uh there's uh anyway i, I highly recommend it. it's called the witch for robert eggers look out for anything he's done he is very talented and let's move on to uh dirty unless you got something to say about it let's go ahead and move on to number 11 uh i just want to say is that so I saw a picture, and then I saw the trailer for a witch, and I wasn't sure I felt. Uh, but there's something about the lady. There's this old lady, and there's a scene where she pulls string out of her mouth or some shit. Is that? Boy, I pulls a string out of her mouth. Or I'm something. And then a, about. Go ahead. Okay, and then there's a. Black goat that symbolizes something. Yes. Black Philip is the name of the goat that's in the herd of animals that they have. Um, I, I know there's a movie called The Witch, which is a Japanese movie, 2015. It was even the same damn year uh, wow. that this one was made. Another thing that confused me is that I went to – I saw a list on, the Rolling, St on Rolling Stone, best – however many had, 50 or 60 horror movies. They said it was made in 2009 or 2010. So I went to look for it, and I'm like, there's no movie called The Wish Made in 2009 or 2010. Turns out it was made in 2015. Thanks a lot, Rolling Stone. See? Like, yeah. if they could screw up, we can have a little screw up once in a while. But anyway, yeah. um, very, very good movie. It's just one of those things where I'm going to go back and watch that. Maybe it would be even higher on my list because it's, it is a little slow, a little bit slow at times. But all in all, it is a great story about a family in a – very, you want to talk about late uh, late 17th century New England? If you put any yeah. story based on late 17th century New England with right. uh, witches, and I said, I'm there. I'm, that's it. I'll right. watch it. It's a great time period. Great. It's kind of like late 19th century England. So, all right, Mr. Dirty Mouth, what do you have for number 11 on your list? Uh, 30 Days of Night. Aha, Sam Raimi. You know what's funny is that, and that's a vampire movie. You know what's in uh, your hometown, um, up there in, in Alaska. You know what's funny is that on the list for Rolling Stone, they had "Drag Me to Hell" on there, 
it was another Sam Raimi movie, but they didn't have 30 Days a Night. So can you tell us a little bit about 30 Days a Night? I have not seen it. It's so good. It's it's like, it's more just, it's a monster movie. It's not just like, it's not a vampire-y, like, romantic, blah, blah, blah. It's just straight-up carnage and, like, they're different-looking vampires. It takes place in Alaska during the winter, which is, like, a genius idea because the vampires, they don't freeze. So it's like, and these people have to, to deal with, like, the cold on top of, like, you know, hiding from, like, these crazy-ass vampires. They walk. They don't fly. What else? Uh, it's just in good cast. Like, I, I, I've watched it a couple times and had to, like, you know, really watch and see. And, like, there's so many people, like, when you watch it again and again, you start recognizing the cast, and it's, like, it's like a really good cast. And, yeah, I just liked it. Got you. Okay. So that's number 11. You're right. What a great place. Uh, who would have, why didn't somebody think of that sooner? Vampires in Alaska, the place where it's dark the I'm longest. I mean, yeah. It seems like uh, the most natural place. If you're a vampire, where else would you rather go besides a place uh, like that? But anyway, um, all right. My number 11 is look, I, I tried to stay away from. We've done a lot of horror movie shows. I've tried to not repeat as much movies like from the 70s and 80s. I know I've done an Alien movie in here. I didn't include Freddy vs. Jason, which I I did find very entertaining. I've tried Mm -hmm. to kind of bring new ideas into the horror movies as far as... uh, That's really what's dominated is these new independent really horror movies have really taken off uh, in these these last few years here. But I, I couldn't help it. 2004, Alien vs. Predator. I went to see that at the theaters. I had such a great time. I saw it a couple of times. I'm so tired of, Dirty, you and I have talked about this, big, incredible, horrible beast pounces on little, helpless human beings that right. are, it's not even a fight. That's not. It's not fun to see that over and over and over again, where it's like Jason against somebody who just was walking to the bathroom and has no idea that, hey, uh, hey I just... Uh, kiss my girlfriend and oh my god the machete goes through my stomach i mean that person doesn't even have a chance you know that's not what i liked about this is i like seeing monsters fight other monsters yeah i loved king kong skull island i know that's not on that's not on my list it's very good but i like it when you take these these big horrible monsters and just put them against each other and a little less carnage of humans or animals i can't stand seeing them pounce over animals killing cats and dogs and little things like that um, anyway, there's some great fight scenes between the aliens and predators. Uh, there's the in this movie, the aliens greatly outnumber the predators uh, who are there just to you know sort of a rite of manhood, I guess, to see how many aliens they can kill. Um, right. But it's got Lance Henriksen in it. He's cool. He's been in so many alien movies. Love to see him, and it's just thoroughly entertaining. And if, if you want to see an entertaining horror movie, questionable about it's a horror movie, whatever. But it's entertaining, and it's got lots of fight scenes. Uh, I would definitely recommend this one. Cool. Okay, uh, now that we're going to do – so we've been going on about an hour here, so we're going to do one more movie apiece, which will bring us to number 10. Then we will uh, sink in part two, and that will complete the show. 
So, Dirty, what do you got for number 10? Uh, hostile, one through three. Hostile, okay. Eli Roth. Yeah. Can you describe him for us? Um, like, what do you, uh, like, just in general, like, uh, it's a hidden organization that hunts, uh, hunts people. And then they, then the, uh, then the people who are like the rich elites get to, uh, uh, they get to torture people. Right, so not for the not for the faint of heart. No, it's just straight up gore. Like, uh, it's just uh, it just, just it's the whole like psychological horror mixed with like just insanity. Right. Some of these movies that we're talking about are classic gory uh, films. Some of them really aren't. Some of the more supernatural ones aren't very gory. So. Depends on yeah. what type of horror movie you like. The older I get, the less I see. Look, once you've seen it, there is dynamic to be created. If every single kill is a blood splatter kill with guts hanging out, then it just gets to be repetitious and it loses right. its feel. And like I said, it's dynamic. If every once in a while something happens that's shattering, then it just kind of like, it kind of blows you away. And, and it, uh, that, that's the, the trick with these horror movies. Like, if you don't show any gore, then how real is it, really? You know what I mean? If you're showing yeah. a shark attack, it's like a sci-fi movie. We're watching a shark attack, and obviously you see the teeth and the leg, the teeth and the leg, and then someone just goes under the water. That sucks. I mean, yeah. you got to see the teeth attached to the limb and, and tear it off something, at least once to just know what right. you're looking at. So anyway, um, so it sounds like this delivers on some of that Gore, if you're into some of the old-fashioned uh, horror movies uh, of that of that type, yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. Like, okay, so crazy. You like, you like crazy horror movies? Hostel by Eli Roth. Um, my number ten, and this is where I, I made a mistake. And there's one I kept saying to myself: include this one, include this one. And you know what I did is I go through Wikipedia. And I look at the the number of horror movie like list of horror movies that were late, released by year. This was yeah. not in there. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, it's I guess it's a thriller, but I do consider it to be a horror movie. It's got the devil in it. Um, anyway, and I had a very hard time. Uh, so Wikipedia can be. I love Wikipedia. It's an incredible creation. But I just put in the name of the movie. Didn't come up. And I'm here sitting here doing my list, and I'm like, so I want to talk about it a little bit. Very frustrating. So I had to really kind of do a search for this movie. And yeah. the one thing I know, M. Night Shyamalan, as it turns out, he's not the director, so it wasn't in his credits. Uh, he only did the story. The movie, anyway, is called Devil. It was made in 2010. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it takes place in New York City. I friggin' love this. Uh, again, New York City, not out in the woods. There's different kinds of horror movies. There's city horror movies, and there are suburban horror movies. Love the suburban ones. This certainly is about New York, and it's basically... You have maybe seven people, rough about that, trapped on an elevator in a major New York building, uh, and one person in the elevator is the devil. 
and you have to guess which one it is. Obviously, by a series of elimination, you can figure out who it is by the end. Um, right. But it is a great movie, and it's so great when you see these characters and they delve into what they did to um, to get there. It sounds maybe a little bit like, as you were describing Saw, like when, when people get to this place where they're being judged, it's kind of like, what did you do to get there? Um, I thought this was very artfully done, and the acting was fantastic. Uh, I would highly recommend it again. It's Devil... 2010. Apparently, M. Night Shyamalan did the did the story, but who was it directed by? Uh, Nelson McCormick. This is the thing. It's supernatural horror film. It was called a supernatural horror film by Wikipedia, yet they didn't put it in their list of horror movies released in 2010, so thanks a lot. Anyway, um, sorry guys, I got one more here. That's what I added last minute. The first, one of the first horror movies, or the first the biggest big budget movie ever made in 1933 was King Kong. Now, King Kong is a monster movie in the realm of I think you could say whether or not it's a, a a a horror movie or not. I think that Peter Jackson, I'm going to call it a horror movie because there's parts that were horrific. Some of the yeah. killing, some of the things that did the killing. The 2005 remake that he did of King Kong was out of this world. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I did think about this last minute too. Probably is much higher as far as overall movie because it's not a definable horror movie. I maybe put it down on the list a little bit, but the the scenes of him fighting other kinds of beasts, like I said, whether or not it's a giant uh, reptile creature or a snake, something out of the water, something from the woods, right. um, just tremendous. And the scene, dirty. If you've seen this movie. So the scene that makes the entire movie that is just, I couldn't imagine it, is when they fall down, the characters, spoiler alert, the characters fall down this, in this cave type, it's not really a cave, it's not rock, it's, it's earth, but they fall down to the bottom of this, uh, I don't know what else to call it, cave in between two uh, rock statures, and it's, they're trying to make their way back up, and the insects get them one by one, just, uh, just, oh, it is, that is one of the most terrifying ways I can imagine to die, is if there's giant insects feeding on you, giant worms and giant cricket-type things and yeah. beetles and all that shit was so well done. I, I could go back and watch that again. I can't say enough about it. I love that movie, the King Kong remake, the best King Kong movie I think ever made. I yeah. Jackson. Not sure if you yeah. saw it. Not sure if you. Yeah. Oh, of course I did. I uh, I grew up watching all the Godzillas and King Kongs. I saw the one with Jeff Bridges and uh, the first one when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, but this one was great because like Peter Jackson's good at like fantastical like style and like you know I think he's he's like he. He's like Tarantino where he like he like he gets really really into the details of like the period piece. Like it takes the thirties, so cars, clothing, you know, fashion, the rhythm of people talking, how they spoke and all that uh that certain accent, all, all that shit. Anyway, it's just I don't know, good cast, like it was I don't know, it was it was fucking cool. And yeah, when they go to fucking uh 
when they go to the islands and you see all the insects and the 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 different uh beasts and shit, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. Like, I got inspired in a way because I was like, oh, that's perfect. It's a good story, good background. Absolutely. Giant beasts, giant insects, I'm there. Uh, Jack Black, uh, really like his career. I mean, he's, he's always good when you put him in something. Okay, uh, weird. Yeah, I love him too. Uh, School of Rock, baby. Love, love that movie. Um, yeah. let's take a little break here. Uh, we got part two. We're going to release these together on, uh, I think we've decided on Hollow's Eve. So we're going to release this episode. Uh, so dirty, let's take a little break. We will come back with part two in a minute, okay? Rock and roll. <laughs> 